Hi, I'm Tom Griffith, and welcome to the Greater Formation and Power podcast. Here we'll discuss topics and practices that will help you deepen your intimacy with God the Father, exercise your authority in Jesus the Son, and move in the power of the Holy Spirit. We want to walk in God's truth and intimacy and power. We need all three strands working together in our lives because we believe that nothing else will actually do. Hi, let me thank you again for tuning in to this Greater Formation and Power podcast. I really appreciate that you're uh, investing some time and some listening and some attention. I will do my best to make it worth your while. Let me start with a few questions, as I often do. Today, I want to ask you, how loving would others say that you are? How loving would others say that you are? By that, I mean your spouse. Let's imagine that I went around with a little microphone and recorder and went to your spouse or your family, said, how loving are you? I went to your friends, your workmates, your neighbors. How loving actually to them are you? Now, you may say, well, how do I measure that? Well, you don't really get to measure it. They get to measure it. I'm just asking, how loving would others say that you are? Let me ask you another question. How well do you love yourself? How well do you love or like yourself? By that, I mean, how well do you love who you are? What you are? How you are? Think about it for a moment. Do you love who you are? Do you love what you are as a person? Do you love how you are? How you are living, presenting, being? Do you like yourself? And the last question I'll ask you right now is, how loved by God do you feel you are? Now, now you may be in uh, fairly well-versed in Scripture, and you may know that God loves you, but I'm asking, how loved by God do you feel that you are? Not just that you know, but that you believe. Not just that you believe, but that you actually receive. How loved by God are you receiving that you are, that you are actually experiencing? How loved by God do you feel or experience that you are? Well, those questions, I think, are are some of the most important questions we're going to ever ask ourselves. So uh, it may seem trite. You may think you have the right answers, but I'd encourage you to maybe spend some time with those questions. How loving would others say that you are? How well do you love yourself? How loved by God do you feel like you are? The reason I bring this up in a practical way is that it's important for you to know that God loves you deeply. We know that Scripture says that God so loved the world that He so loved all of humankind that he gave his only son the fullness of who he is as a sacrifice. That he gave his son so that we don't have to perish, but actually will receive eternal life. 
Well, that's a sacrificial love. God loves you so much that he would sacrifice that which is most precious to him. It says in Romans that in Romans 8 that we've received a spirit from God that's not a spirit that makes us a slave to fear anymore, but a spirit of adoption that and out of that spirit within us we cry out Abba, Father. There is a personal a familial love that God has for us. He loves you. That Do you experience a love of the Father God, a love, a reciprocal love where the inside of your being is crying out, Abba, almost as a child raising their hands to the Father? God loves you deeply. Are you experiencing that? God wants you to not only experience and receive his love, God wants you to re-love yourself with the love that God has. By that, I want to uh, us to think for a moment. If God loves you, God likes you, God wants to be with you, God created you intentionally, he imagined you, spoke life into your mother's womb, used DNA, all kinds of things to get to that space that you would be exactly who you are, and he utterly loves you. It says he's loved you with an everlasting love. He sacrificed that which is most precious to him. He loves you that way. What would it look like for you to love yourself? Some people get all freaked out with the idea of loving ourselves, that we're not supposed to be focused on ourselves. And I want to say to you, oh, contraire. See, God wants you to be in agreement with his love for you. And I would use the word re-love. You want to love yourself with the love of God. Love yourself with the resources of God's eternal love to your being. Love yourself in agreement with God's perspective, his love for you, his power love, his sacrificial love, that you would actually love yourself with the love of God. Sometimes we think that the truths of Scripture are just there, they're true, and that as we become a believer, everything about the kingdom of God just happens. But I want to encourage you, that's not actually how it works. We are called to cooperate. We are called to exercise. We are called to respond. We are called to align with the truths of Scripture. If God has loved you with an everlasting love, what it means to follow Him is that you would love you with that everlasting love, that you would love yourself with the re-loving power of God. Are you experiencing God's love for you? in a way that you actually love yourself, that you can like to be still, to be silent, to be in solitude, that it's okay to be alone because you actually love yourself. Are you demonstrating that love for yourself in any way? Just some questions to consider. Uh, God not only wants you to experience his love for you, he doesn't only want you to re-love yourself with his love. I believe he wants you to re-love others with that same overflowing love, that the love of God transforms everything. God 
didn't invent love. God is love. He is the embodiment. He is the fullness of love. His sacrificial love to us changes our experience of life. We are loved. Not only are we loved, Jesus said, with the love you have experienced for me, from me. In other words, as you've been loved, it says in John 13, 34, so also love each other or love others. God wants you to re-love others with the overflowing love that he has for you. Are you demonstrating that love? See, love that is felt but not demonstrated is not completed. You may have good intentions in your love but not express them. The recipient then has not received the love. So, What I want you to think about and what I want you to grow in is to be intentional in your loving or your experience of God's love, to be intentional in your agreement with God's love, in your re-loving of yourself, and to be intentional in your overflow, your re-loving of God's love towards others, to be intentional as well as being spontaneous. Intentional, I mean planning. You're looking in the spheres of influence. You're looking in your relational webs, and you are intentionally wanting to express that love. You are intentionally considering each day how you are actually loving yourself with God's love, and you are intentionally every day, maybe multiple times through the day, receiving God's love for you. So I want you to be intentional, but also spontaneous, because many of the things in life come from the edges. They come from things that we haven't planned. There's opportunities that come up, and we want to spontaneously be ready to respond to God to uh, the opportunity to re-love others, or ourselves, or God himself. So let me address some of the things where maybe this isn't yet happening. If you haven't experienced or are not experiencing God's personal love, what I want to encourage is the first thing for you to do is ask Him for it. Oh God, I want to experience your love. Give yourself to asking Him for the experience of His love. Ask, cry out, be still, receive as best as you can and you are able. When he describes that those who ask will receive and those who keep knocking, to them the door will be open. I want to encourage you, repeat it as needed. You keep asking to experience God's love because what father in heaven would not love his child coming and saying, I want to experience your love. If you would like that on earth, how much more would that be true of our father in heaven? So repeat, even coming to the Lord to experience his love. Don't be ashamed of it. Don't think that that is trite or little. No, it's some of the deepest currency that there is not only in the kingdom, but in all of life. Repeat as needed and do not give up. Don't settle for a loveless faith. Let me say that again. Do not settle for a loveless, non-experiential faith. It's important. It's real life. It is part of eternal life. If you don't love yourself, if Maybe you think that there's somehow that it's maybe wrong 
for you to love yourself. Well, even in that, I want to suggest that the best thing to do is to go to God and ask Him to show you what it would mean to fully, intentionally, and actively agree with His love for you. I'm not trying to say to just muster up love for yourself. I'm saying, what would it look like to fully, intentionally, and actively agree with God's love for you? And move into that activity. Move into that action. Move into that vocabulary as you speak and prophesy to yourself. Speak of God's love for you and speak of your love for you in agreement with His. And repeat that as necessary. God wants you to align your life with His love for you, that your words about yourself, that your pondering about yourself, that your thoughts of your identity would align with His thoughts of who you are. Don't settle for a life where you continually demean yourself, where you look in the mirror and say nasty things to yourself, where you are continually describing your weaknesses and your failings. Instead, speak in agreement with God's perspective. Practice it. Don't give up on it. Don't give up on a negative, I mean, don't settle for a negative perspective of who you are. That is not in agreement with God. It is not in any way justifiable before the gospel. The gospel is good news to you about you. It's good news that you can pronounce for yourself, not just salvation from heaven. No, God loves you. You get to experience his love and you get to agree and re-love yourself with his love to settle for nothing less. And lastly, if you're If you're having difficulty loving others, maybe you're too wrapped up in trying to just keep up with your own world to meaningfully re-love others. It's just you don't have the time. You don't have the inclination. You're too wrapped in your own world. Well, that's an epidemic. I struggle with that. I think everybody struggles with it. You're not alone in that, but you don't want to stay there. You want to be an overflowing river of the re-loving of God, of the powerful resources of the love of God going to others. So what do you do? You ask God to open up opportunities for you to express the overflowing, to express the re-love of God. Ask Him for opportunities, not some new, not some new capacity in you. That's part of it, but capacity without exercise means nothing. Muscles without activity are are useless. So you want to ask God to open your eyes to the opportunities that he has before you, that you may walk in it, that you may express it. Sometimes there's fear and trembling in it. Sometimes you don't have the resources needed to meet the needs of others, but you move in that direction and you start to go. Watch to see what God does and be bold and extravagant in the demonstration of God's love. You're not just demonstrating your love. You're not demonstrating a weak, uh, finite love. No, you're opening the door to release the love, the re-love of God, the resources of God. So you're looking for those opportunities, and as you do, and you start to move in that direction, here's the good news. A whole new world of adventure will open up to you. I guarantee it.
And what that world of adventure looks like is the life of Christ. Looking for the opportunities of God, walking towards them, and releasing the resources of heaven. So how do we re-love with the power of God? First, we deeply receive His love for us. Don't settle for less. Secondly, we align our lives, our love, our re-loving capacity with the love of the Father, and we actually learn to love ourselves with the love of God. And finally, we intentionally and we spontaneously re-love others with the love of God, and the way we do it is we look for the opportunities and the doors that He opens, and when He does it, we walk with Him in to express the love of God. So I hope that's useful to you. As you consider your life, think about which one of those maybe is a place for you to uh, sit with as a takeaway. Are you experiencing His love? Are you loving yourselves appropriately in alignment with God? Are you an overflower, re-loving others with the love of God? Take time with it and seal the deal. Respond to God, agree with God, and move in that. That's awesome. If we can be lovers, that's what God wants. Thanks again for tuning in to this podcast, Greater Formation and Power, Center in the Expression of God's Love. Have an incredible day, and I will connect with you soon.